For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. You're listening to Daybreak. It's a new year, and with it comes a new set of editors for The Daily Princetonian. Today, we introduce you to the upper management of the 146th Managing Board of The Prince. It's Thursday, January 13th. Longtime listeners can probably recall the most constant parts of the outro for each episode of this show. There's our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022, which hasn't changed since the beginning, but there's one other line that's been pretty regular throughout. When the show started, it was produced under the 144th managing board of The Prince. This past year, it's been the 145th, and now we're at 146. But what is the 146th board? Who is upper management? What do they do? And how does their work impact what you hear and read from The Prince? Daybreak sat down with our new editor-in-chief and managing editor so you can find out. So, Marie Rose, can you give us just a quick 15-second rundown of just what the managing board is? Yeah, so... This is Marie Rose Scheinerman, class of 23. On November 20th, 2021, after around eight hours of deliberations in the basement of Frist Campus Center, the Prince elected her to lead the 146th Managing Board as Editor-in-Chief, or EIC. So the Managing Board handles the daily operations of the paper every night, five days a week. We publish content, news, opinion, arts and culture, features, and the upper management, so myself and the managing editors are responsible for editing all of that and thinking big picture about our goals. So within that, what makes your role unique? What is sort of the, the bread and butter of the editor-in-chief position? Yeah, I mean, I, talking with my predecessor, Emma, I could probably talk for an hour about all the things that go into the job, but I'll try to keep it to 30 seconds. I think there's So much of it is just running this enormous organization we've built up with hundreds of students who are all coming with so many different exciting ideas and all those ideas need to be organized and facilitated to make sure that they're actually coming to fruition. I think another big part of the job is sort of being the public face of the organization. If our readers have ideas for us, I'm always open to hearing those and speaking with other leaders on campus. And of course, the last thing is sort of being the last set of eyes on most pieces, especially some of the most important coverage we put out and being the person ultimately held responsible for it. As Marie Rose mentioned, the upper echelon of the board also consists of managing editors who assist the editor-in-chief in proofing content and running daily production. The EIC selects their managing editors, also known as MEs. The 146 board has four MEs, all from the class of 2023. We sat down with each of the new MEs to get to know them and their goals for the prince. My name is Omar Farah. I'm class of 2023, so a junior, and I'm in the very small department of religion. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tanvi Nabonapati. I am a member of the class of 2023, and I'm in the economics department. Hi, my name is Zaharia Sippi. I am a junior class of 2023 um, and a history student. My name is Caitlin Limestall. I'm a junior, and I'm studying anthropology on the law, politics, and economics track, and I'm getting a certificate in Latin American studies. But what do the managing editors do? Here's Omar and Tanvi. It's a tremendous question. (laughs) It's kind of a little bit of everything. Um, I mean, I'm, what, 10 days on the job, so I can't can't speak perfectly to what the entire portfolio is, but um, I get to oversee um, a couple of sections, one of which is your section, Hope, podcasts, the the platform that we're on right now. Um, So working closely with those section heads, 
um, kind of dealing with any problems that arise. And then of course the biggest job um, is proofing and scanning pieces. So we're the last set of eyes on all the pieces that go out. And then the other thing is more big picture stuff. So whether that's helping individual sections develop their vision for a section, starting new initiatives, something that's of kind of real importance to me in this role is getting to further um, kind of initiatives of inclusion and equity at a newsroom level and basically helping with big picture decision making and having more of like a zoomed out organization level lens. We wanted to know about upper management's experience at the Prince. I started off in the news section uh, and stayed there to one extent or another for three and a half years. Um, I was really proud to also move into features a little bit and get to write a couple investigations. So I joined um, the Prince in, freshman fall, in my freshman fall as a copy staffer, and then I joined the feature section my freshman spring, and then sophomore year, so the past year, um, for the past three semesters, I have been an associate editor with the feature section, and then under the 145th board, I became um, the chairperson of the first ever Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging Board, or DIB for short. The only other section I've, I've been in is opinion, um, because once you're in opinion, you can never leave. And that's because at the Prince, um, like at you know, any um, news organization, we, we try to really respect the divide that exists between opinion writers and news writers um, so that it doesn't influence our, you know, our personal opinions don't, you know, influence our news coverage in any way. So within the Prince, I've kind of served um, in editing roles. I've served as a columnist, but perhaps most notably, um, I um, led the 144th editorial board, and I've come back in recent months to um to leave the 145th yeah so i started the prince my freshman year as a new staffer and then that spring i became a, an assistant news editor and then on the 145th board i was so lucky to serve as the co-head news editor and it was an amazing time Omar served as a news staffer and an assistant news editor before serving as content strategist for the 145th board. Next, we asked upper management to share something they enjoy doing outside of the Prince. I'm in Terrace. That's fun. I am a little bit involved with Jewish life on campus. I go to Koach sometimes, which is like the conservative prayer group. I honestly spend a lot of time walking around Pope Field and listening to Adele and other dramatic music that makes me feel like I'm a main character in a movie. Try to call my parents. They think I don't call them enough, but. I love painting. So my, my mom was an artist and from like a pretty young age, I always liked to create things like I would always like whether I was in church or whether I was like just walking on my way to school I would always have like a sketchbook and be drawing out different designs so something that I like to do when I have a moment which is not that often <laughs> in the midst of school um is to work on my art and then more recently I've become really interested in curation so I do a lot of reading about art I'm working on an exhibition of black student artists sometime later this semester. So yeah, I just, I like to either create, read about, or curate art. I would say that, I don't know, I like 
it definitely depends on my mood. I pick things up as they come, but um, something that's been pretty consistent um, in terms of a hobby, like if I'm like totally free is baking, just because it's something that brings me a lot of joy. Um, and I love like, I love testing out different recipes and that's been something that's really fun. Um, so yeah. Right now I am with um, some of my closest friends um, just hiking every day. Um, I took the year off when the pandemic happened and I spent the year um, living um, in the Pacific Northwest so I could spend as much time as possible, one, doing freelance writing and two, hiking. Um, and so those are, those are two things that, that bring me a lot of joy and spending time with friends and, um, and just hiking. So I like to read, but I like to read when I choose the books that I can get into. So like my, my readings for classes, those pile up. But like over the break, I read a few books I got for Christmas and it was like a breeze. Upper management plays a big role in shaping the future of the paper. So we asked them what they want to change about the Daily Princetonian during their time in leadership. Here's Marie Rose. Yeah, I think there's a lot of goals and a lot of them honestly aren't shaped by me, but are shaped by the amazing team I'm really lucky to be working with. I think one of our goals is thinking about what it actually means to be digital first. And we, we've now moved to weekly print. We're going to stay at weekly print. And the question is, how do we deliver our content in a way to readers that makes sense to them uh, from anything from our breaking news to our amazing multimedia projects like Daybreak? Another thing that's really important to me is continuing to build off of the work that Emma did as the 145th EIC and John before her in terms of really reorienting the prince to put issues of diversity and equity as core to the organization. Um, those issues aren't side projects for our newsroom. They're actually at the center of what it means to do good journalism. So um, whether it's for special projects or just in the daily ways that we're going about editing our pieces, trying to uplift the stories of marginalized communities on campus. Marie Rose also talked about an initiative that she's worked on for a long time, and one that's now being led by Ruya Rahin, the financial stipend program. Editors-in-chief have seen a problem where there's sort of a leaky pipeline on the prints. We have a lot of really talented staffers join, but a semester in, a couple semesters in, um, a lot of the incredible low-income staffers we have um, end up leaving the organization because its demands, especially as you move up the ranks into leadership, are just too great to balance with a job or multiple jobs on campus and a Princeton course load. So one way that we're trying to increase equity in the newsroom is by creating a financial stipend program for a limited number of staffers who qualify and ensuring that we're able to just enable and empower low-income students to stick with the Prince. Here's the managing editors on their goals for the Prince this year. I think that I want to change, and I think I can have a really important role in kind of I mean, uh, all of us in this board can have a really important role in kind of changing the perception of what the Prince is more broadly around our campus. I think that in the past, there have been, there's been some skepticism, I think, from marginalized communities about how they'll be covered by the Prince. I think we haven't always represented or embodied all the diversity on campus. And I think as a result, sometimes we've gotten things wrong or 
not prioritize certain stories that are really, really vital. So I think something that I really want to see us do is repair that trust and also make sure that it's really clear to everyone across all the different communities that we are their student paper and that their stories and their voice is something that we value and we we want to project in every single piece. I guess there are two things that come to mind. So the first is that something that I'm really passionate about this year is um, getting to create kind of like sustainable structures. And I know that's something that's really important to the other Emmys and Murray Rose about like creating structures that last beyond our tenure or beyond the tenure of any editors, because something that makes the prints really successful as um, a student paper is the fact that there's so much institutional legacy to work off of. And we're constantly using kind of the advice and the learnings of boards before us. And um, with that, like, I just hope to be like kind of one step of that puzzle piece. And that's really broad. And part of that is just like, creating structures whether that's the way we edit or the way we kind of create guidelines around equity and inclusion in certain sections or in our breaking practices or things like that like if we create guidelines I'm a really big fan of guidelines like just creating structures that last so that our work is not dependent on any one person one thing that I would I would like to push for is for, for all of us to take ourselves a little bit less seriously um, I think the Prince is a public service. I think the work we do is extremely important and does have gravity to it. And at the same time, um, I think we're also 17 to 23-year-old kids who are in college, who are trying our best, who are learning and growing. And we do the Prince because we have fun. And I would like to play a small role in kind of making sure that we just remind ourselves that at the end of the day, we're here. You know, we, should, we shouldn't take ourselves too seriously. We're, we're here, we're here to, to build community and, and to enjoy the work we do. And if that gets lost, then... And I'm not entirely sure why we're still doing it. So in my two and a half years at Princeton, um, the Daily Princetonian has been the highlight of my, my experience here. And I was lucky enough to you know, meet such wonderful people from my first days on campus who were affiliated with the paper. And you know, it, it means so much to me. And I already know that I'll never forget the night spent in 48 University Place. And I really want to make sure that our, our newsroom and our community and, and our paper can be that same home for generations of, of Prince staffers to come and Princeton community members. And I know I'll just be here for one more year, but I, I really, you know, I've seen the power of what the editor-in-chief and managing editors before me have, have done, like, impacting me. And so I, I just have that in mind whenever I interact with the new staff members and, and people who are going to make up the next managing board and the board after that. Anything else the people of Princeton should know about the Daily Prince's next editor-in-chief? If anyone ever wants to bring me flaming hot Cheetos, I will accept that as a bribe. Um, For legal also, purposes, this is a joke. Yes, absolutely. But not really, please do bring me Flaming Hot Cheetos um, if you see me like in the library or elsewhere. The 146th Managing Board started its term on January 1st and will run through December 31st, 2022. We at Daybreak are excited to see where this new board will take the paper, and we hope you all are too. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by me and Eden Tashoma, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Special thanks to Mark Dedici. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. Have a wonderful day.